Hello, I'm Max, the boyfriend. I'm Celie, the girlfriend. And this is a girlfriend's glimpse where I make Celie watch things that she otherwise wouldn't. So today we are going to be talking about the Marvel Disney Plus show Hawkeye. And what did you think of it, Celie? I loved Hawkeye. Hawkeye is is always been such a great Avenger. Uh, he's like... Uh, no, I, I don't think he's... I was about to say he's the Batman of the Avengers, but that's a bit I mean, far. <laughs> he's the Green Arrow of the Avengers. Yes, it's, yeah. I just... And archery is just such a cool talent to have. Mm-hmm. And especially how hard he goes with that. <laughs> I mean, realistically, it's a re- it's just a stupid thing to do because just grab a gun you'd be much more effective with that but Arrows you're way cooler. cooler yeah you're so much cooler with <laughs> a bow and arrow so much cooler. and he has trick arrows which oh my god i'm so glad they did trick arrows in this show <laughs> i cannot believe they did it they had to do it yeah but i'm oh, i loved seeing that the one where it was like the ant-man tech mm-hmm. tech that- one I mean, I'm sure we're going to get into it when we talk about episode three, but I do just want to talk about it because that Ant-Man arrow where Kate, yeah, she shot it up and then Clint shot that arrow with another Pym arrow, which made it grow. And that was probably the coolest trick shot I've ever seen, comics or otherwise. How accurate do you have to be? To hit an arrow mid-air in motion with another arrow. He's Hawkeye. I know. <laughs> He's awesome. But I haven't seen that trick shot ever in comics. Like, that's an original thing for the show, which I love to see. Hawkeye is just an amazing shot. In, I think they only really have him do bow and arrow stuff, but in the comics, he's got, like... Well, no, when he was Ronan, he used a sword. Yeah, but I, I mean, I was kind of leading up to... Not necessarily Bullseye, the daredevil villain who has perfect aim with everything, but he can (laughs) use anything and just throw it and have perfect aim with it. That's just kind of something Hawkeye has. I like the coin flicking. Yes, they do have that. That's really cool. (laughs) And that comes back in the last episode because Kate does that. Kate mastered it, but she's also like a little prodigy. (laughs) She masters everything, like third try, which is just something her character has, which... I was a little worried about being introduced to Kate Bishop in this way, mainly because she's rich, she is a prodigy, she just she's good at everything. So I figured it was going to be hard for us to like her character. No, I mean, well, and uh, what's her name? Haley F- Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Haley, I always, I always wanted to say it's something that starts with an F and it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like she does a good job at playing the character that's good at something but relatable enough to make her more likable, Mm -hmm. you know? And they play a lot into her naive stupidity and it's just overconfidence that makes her get through it. Like they even say that exact word I don't know. is overconfident. I would I would also call it like a delusional optimism. Yeah. To an extent. That's fair. <laughs> but she's definitely bumbling her way through. She's in way over her head. Uh-huh. And she realizes that multiple times. Yeah, but she's also just generally skilled enough to get out of those situations whereas if any other normal average human being was in that situation well first of all we wouldn't get involved most likely but we <laughs> oh, <laughs> we <yeah>. die <laughs> like instantly 
but I mean, the best way to introduce Kate to the audience is the 2012 Avengers flashback where she's oh. younger. Yeah. And that her seeing Hawkeye is like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. If I saw that, I would probably try to master the bow and arrow just so that I could be half the man that he is. Well, also, I mean, what are you going to do? Be like, I see Hulk. I'm going to go, <laughs> gonna go <laughs> inject myself with as many radioactive substances as I can. Or Tony Stark, where you're just like, you know what? Fuck that. I can't. I just I can't be on smart. that level <laughs> and have the audacity no, <laughs> that he has take some drugs become the captain america hopefully you take the right one i don't know <laughs> i don't know and then i mean she could have also taken after black widow but mm. honestly that's i don't know what how she would train for that she'd have to be a widow yeah she'd I... have to go into that program she'd I... have to go into the red room <laughs> she'd, she'd i mean have to be... Neither Hawkeye or Black Widow are really role models, and that's another thing that they yeah, cover no. <laughs> a lot in this show, but Hawkeye more so, even though they're both killers. I don't know, he's not really a killer in the comics, but I'm convinced in this show, like, he was a black operative. He was, he killed a lot of people, I'm assuming. Well, especially when he had his alter ego in the blip. Yeah, yeah, he killed a lot of bad people then, but it was still murder. Well, I mean, can't we consider it a public service? Because, well, I mean, there's there's always going to be some, you know, collateral damage when you're trying to save the fate of humanity. But Episode three, which is, you will probably tell as I go back to it a lot, but it's my favorite episode in this show because it starts out and we see the gray area of murdering bad people because Ronan kills someone and his daughter sees that yeah and she is gonna have her vengeance and that's echo as we'll probably talk a lot about later but just the entire gray area in this show i cannot believe that they did it so well and then not so well in the ending we'll we'll talk about it but the beginning of this show was really really strong for me i think that the first couple episodes were really fun we introduced a lot of different characters echo and kazi i wish that kazi was a named villain like i'm not talking about anything like uh, an actual villain that everyone would know but i'm talking like if he, he was just a c-list villain i wish that i had a name to pull up but i don't know which one was kazi was he the um right hand man to maya yeah and okay. then he was the mole too for mole. kingpin Double cross him. Mm -hmm. That's that's rude because she's also you know she's also reliant on him for a lot of things because of I mean she can she can hold her own obviously <laughs> obviously she <laughs> she's can a, hold her own. she could kill she could kill a bitch easy even though she only has one leg and she's deaf that one <laughs> I leg know. it's like a superpower like she hits someone with it and they go flying which I, know. I love but well you also want to go well you can't blame her i mean she lost her dad she has two disabilities at the mm. same time she's she grown was, up in the crime world yeah, she was raised by the kingpin but she's also basically a black widow <laughs> she's <laughs> also much. she's just she got shot in the shoulder with an arrow and just pulled it out and went Ugh. are you kidding and me? walked away <laughs> and i would have been like that would have been down for the count <laughs> i don't know if she's at the level of a black widow because we even saw in that scene that 
we'll get to it, but Florence Pugh is kind of handling everyone I pretty easily. I love Florence Pugh's character. I, I love that she's playing that character and her Russian accent is so convincing and it just sounds, makes her sound cooler, you know? <laughs> she has a lot of fun in episode five when she's having that conversation with Kate. But when she was introduced, I knew that she was going to be in this show because they mm -hmm. teased it at the end of the Black Widow movie, but it still surprised me. Did that surprise you? Well, I, I feel like no matter what I watch, something is going to surprise me, even if you go, oh, I knew that. I saw it in this comic book or <laughs> something like that. Well, this was based off of uh, Hawkeye's My Life as a Weapon, which I actually have on my shelf if you want to read it. But you got they, me it, to read Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know if you can get me to I've finish been, them all. I've been trying to get you to read the Vision comic, which is based off of WandaVision. Or no, WandaVision based that off of Vision. What am I saying? <laughs> you were reading it to me for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked at the pictures. <laughs> it's all pictures and just bubble dialogue. But but it's Tom King, so it's incredible. <sighs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Florence Pugh. Um, the Bro Mafia is really, really good. The Move on. <laughs> <laughs> all the guys who are like, bro, hey, bro. Bro, they were they were just fun to watch. I'm glad they had them in the show. <laughs> so in episode three, obviously they introduce a young Maya, and we see why she's so hateful of Ronan. But mm. and I instantly understand why she wants to kill Ronan. I, like I'm honestly right. behind it. But the only thing is, she knew. I feel like she knew at least that. Her family, her dad, everybody she knew was in the crime world and that no matter what they did, they were always going to be in some level of danger or threat by somebody who's either mm -hmm. another crime lord that's angry that they, you know, did something to them or, you know, by the get the fuzz on you. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, so right. I can't like you can't really be surprised that a crime lord got moidled. You just I mean, can't. He, he was working for the kingpin and the kingpin actually like through a series of events was the one who caused that all to happen so if it wasn't ronin it would have been someone else right she, i think she was i mean i understand you know her being upset about her father being killed mm -hmm. but i don't know why that would have been surprising given his career choices mm -hmm. <laughs> And the fact that Kingpin, I mean, there's always going to be some vigilante out there that yeah. wants to take him down and he's going to get there one way or another. <laughs> but I mean, he was played by um, Zahn McLaren, which if you haven't seen him in anything, I specifically remember him from Fargo and Westworld, but he's in a bunch and he's amazing. If he was my dad and he was murdered in front of me, I would definitely go after whoever to the ends of the earth is it just me or but when they did that episode where they flashback he looked very sacred <laughs> like he, he just looked he looked so wise and then i figured out that he was a uh, involved in crime and i was like well well <laughs> i don't know about that one <laughs> i guess he's not so sacred or wise <laughs> he may have been wise he just he, he just wanted to, to support wise. his daughter and yeah. that's one of the 
you know, best ways, I guess, that he was presented with. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't afford deaf school, which is probably why he was turned into crime in the first right. place. But she got good at, you know, lip reading. Mm-hmm. And I bet she could have gone to normal school. It definitely would have been a setback for her. But, mm-hmm. I mean, she got very good at being able to read lips. And, and her whole thing is she's almost like tax taskmaster taskmaster in the <laughs> comics. which. <Third> uh, charm. <laughs> I guess I'm going to keep in all the tries now that you said something. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But she's like that in the way that she just, she sees something and then she can automatically understand it or almost replicate it, which is really, really interesting. She's just that good at just visualizing. I was about to say that that would be really helpful for music, but she... No, she's deaf. She so. can't hear it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a jerk. I just immediately <laughs> thought, like, oh, you know, you expose something and you replicate it, and I thought of, you know, oh, music that would be really cool. You could just whatever song, and then I'm like, no. oh, <laughs> sorry, oopsie, oopsie. But she is gonna have a show in the next week or so, and that's all gonna drop at once. So cool. we'll probably end up talking about her again in this episode she will be back she will be back there is that car chase which is almost straight out of the comics where i wish they took the camaro or sports car or whatever it was because that that's what they did they got smashed anyways like you don't <laughs> smash or whatever you know the, what was it like a mustang something it was you something don't nice. smash or corvette or whatever and goes to the other one and then they take the other one and mm. ends up getting destroyed anyway should have taken it but there is that really really good one take where it's just circling inside the car loved <laughs> that so much right the only time that i ever started noticing when one takes came on is when I started dating you and watching movies and stuff and you'd be like, Oh man, that was cool. I'm like, yeah, cool. why, why do you, why? <laughs> and you'd they be like, they did it all in one shot, man. And I'm like, Oh, I mean, <laughs> I didn't even realize most of the time they didn't actually do that. They just stitch a bunch of shots together to make it yeah, look like it, it looks, good. but it looks so cool. It's like 1917, yeah. the movie. Now that I'm aware of those, mm-hmm. I, I notice them now and I go, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) But I think in... After that car chase, then we have that really emotional moment where uh, Hawkeye, or I couldn't remember his name for a second there, Clint (laughs) was trying to talk to his son, but he couldn't hear him on the phone. And Kate had to step in. And that was... like That almost had me crying the first time I watched it. You cry a lot with movies, though. I get infected. <laughs> That's okay. I love it. <laughs> I cry when nobody's looking, and then I go, yeah, I'm stone cold. <laughs> I don't feel nothing. <laughs> I think the last movie that really got me, and I cried maybe four times during it, was Guardians 3. God that damn, that got me. That hurt. That one hurt a lot. <laughs> That's the kind of Especially, cry Especially where... uh, watching Rocket's backstory yeah. and all his friends being mm-hmm. murdered when he finally figured out how to get out of the cage. And I was about to say, you know exactly what's coming. Or it's, when... You know that they're going to die. It yeah. shouldn't matter. Or but when or when Lila him. sees him when he's kind of in limbo and he's almost dead, mm. but not quite dead. And she goes, but not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Go back. And I was like... Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but we're not here to talk about Guardians 3, even though it's a terrific movie. Go oh, watch God. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Even though we just spoiled a lot of it, still go Sorry. watch it. <laughs> this is full spoils. You guys got to know that by now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we talk a lot of spoilers here. But there's not too much to talk about episode three, but I keep on going back to it because I don't know if the show ever reaches the same highs with the emotional moments, the amazing action, the trick shot with the giant arrow. Everything was phenomenal, so I was expecting so much after it. And it's not that the rest of the show is bad. I mean, we get Yelena and Kingpin, but I just didn't love it as much as episode three you know i guess i'm not as particular because i mean the rest of it was pretty fun and not super emotionally taxing um but i'm also i also like just like fun watches Mm -hmm. especially with characters i'm familiar with and it's like a side story or side quest or i'm just figuring out more of their story and why they are who they are and where they got to be i mean i would still like to see a season two of this show i mean i'm a Mm -hmm. i'm a comic book fanboy i would see a season two of any of the marvel shows probably not secret invasion but any of them and you complain about it and go i don't know if this is gonna be good i don't know they're gonna release it at one time i don't know i don't know (laughs) and i'm like you're gonna watch it anyway so just watch it and you go i i'm gonna go on twitter and i'm gonna look at a thousand other things to spoil it for myself and make (laughs) myself feel worse about it before i see it and then i'm gonna complain to you Hawkeye's super suit is disgust, and Where's he does get one. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Where is my super suit? <laughs> Sorry. I have a lot of references in my brain. I sometimes have to say them out loud. I mean, that's all that either of us are. We're just movie references in... I'm also Vine. Yes. References. <laughs> That's and fair. old cartoons, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can probably recite Shrek beginning to end. No breaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know much, but I can name any comic book character and their like superhero alter ego I know. for when some reason. When we're listening to music, I'm I'm sitting here with the words and lyrics, and you're going, I know the melody, but I don't know the rest of the song. (laughs) I'm like, you've heard this a thousand times. It's in your playlist. You showed it to me and I remembered it. It's like, well, I don't. I know the tune. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah, Hawkeye, he doesn't get the winged eye mask, but he does get a super suit and it looks kind of cool. I could use a better one in a movie, though. Um, He's Hawkeye. He doesn't do suits. (laughs) He only did it because Kate forced him to. <laughs> and then he realized, oh, this is, you know, I kind of look this uniform. Is, I this is actually kind of breathable. I like it. Well, technically he had a super suit, but it wasn't a super suit when he was mm. Ronin because it was like an identity. Yeah. And all the Avengers movies, he just had like a tactical uniform. And sometimes it had so kind of like a, a vest or something. And it always had purple in it because his color is purple. But it was never his super suit, you know. Well, to have a super suit, do you have to be super? Because no. there's, because, well, look at Incredibles. Edna, she yeah. designs things specifically. And, and in She-Hulk, they, nope, with, the, with the designer, they design stuff specifically 
for the powers that the person possesses. Hawkeye doesn't have powers, he just has incredible skill, and it makes sense for him to wear just tactical outfits to hold his stuff and to wear a tank top I'd so his shoulders aren't locked in place. It's super because his abilities are basically superhuman. Like it's because it's a comic book character, but he what he does no human should ever be able to accomplish. But it's replicated in Kate at a very young age. Yeah, but she's also a comic book character that's not real. Also, <laughs> side note, I had this thought as you were saying it, but if Edna made me a super suit, you know, that was like, <laughs> if it was, <laughs> if she came into our universe and made me a super suit and it was oh, bulletproof, <laughs> would I be able to like go out and fight crime? Because those suits yeah but it would have to cover your head too because they'd be smarter than that and go oh okay all right i'll just aim higher bitch or would it be like a bulletproof vest where it hurts just as much but it doesn't kill me like if i'm shot I would, would it you'd still, still like, be on rib? you'd still be on the ground out of breath <laughs> going i can't do I would, why didn't i bring a weapon i would run into the situation like i'm super max and then i would get shot once that i would just scream i am maximus prime <laughs> maximus here prime. to be your meat shield <laughs> and then i'd run and cry <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> anyway, well, so you're not a superhero, so you you don't get the super suit. But I want the super suit. But but you At have least... to. You, with you, you're gonna have to just make the costume <sighs> for Comic Con. I'm sorry. I'll do that anyway. Oh, I know we're both going to. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be Nightwing. If anybody has a suggestion for mine, I'm tossing up between Raven and Jinx from Arcane. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or others, if you if you figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, comment below. Let us know. That's if that's you guys even comment, even if says. even if you know you don't even care. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with Hawkeye, I figured that uh, Kate's mom would be a. I think it is an Iron Man villain, but Madam Mask, which is kind of like Black Mask, where she just you know she's in crime. She wears a mask. I figured that that's who she would be, but she is the kind of villain of this show other than Kingpin. I don't... It's the same instance with Echo's dad because, you know, she's not intentionally trying to, like, be a piece of shit or be a villain. Mm -hmm. She's just trying to, you know, protect her kid. She's yeah. trying to make the best she that she could because her husband was in killed in... Yeah. And something that was like unpredictable. Yeah, and and, and I'm pretty and sure he was in debt to the kingpin, and that's how she she got caught up in it. Mm. So I don't, I wouldn't call her a villain per se, but I would probably call her. Well, I wouldn't even say misguided because at the end she did the right thing, or toward in the season, I don't remember what episode she told kingpin, she's like, "Look, I gotta, I gotta back out. Kate is too important to mm. me, and I this is too dangerous." But she so, was still ready to frame her fiance. So poor Jack. Poor Jack. <laughs> he, you, I, I, not gonna lie. I thought I was like mm, Jack is gonna turn out to be the bad guy. He's gonna turn out to be a lot smarter than that. And I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> he I'm... is literally the exact same. And the, <laughs> the, when he, this <laughs> is your time. When he pulls out that sword and goes, and he goes, Jack. This is your time. <laughs> you were and born for this. 
Okay, I that that killed me. I was like, okay, he's just a wholesome dude. I love hate that fact because in the comics he's the swordsman and that's the guy who trains Hawkeye when he's a Hawkeye is, is an orphan at a carnival and you know you know he's got those carny origins that I'm pretty sure he doesn't have in the movies mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. brought that character in and I I sometimes I wish that he was like an actual villain he was the mastermind pulling the strings but no. I also think it's fun he's wholesome yeah, and they, because they want you at first they want you to think that he's the problem and mm-hmm. then he's the criminal mastermind but it turns out he's just a really loving wholesome person because that's the narrative mm-hmm. that's you're he's supposed to think that he is the mastermind and then no he's just an he's just a dude, dude with a sword <laughs> who wants to you know stab some folk he just wants to he just wants to be the hero <laughs> <laughs> this just, is your time that would be you <laughs> that would be me but i'm not good at anything he reminded me of that. gomez adams just a little bit oh yeah but he would be a good gomez adams he would the honestly. actor is tony dalton he would be a really good Gomez. He would, but you can't replace the um, the Gomez. And I don't remember the year that they were made, but you know the Adams families I'm talking about. Mm, where what, um, Wednesday that? Adams was. Uh, it's the guy who plays the villain in Street Fighter the movie. The guy with the eyeballs, uh, the peepers. Who is he? Oh, this is gonna kill me. You have Google right there. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking Raul Julia. Oh, how did I forget that? He's shooting lightning in Street Fighter. It's great. Is that even Street Fighter? I don't know. I haven't watched it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's a really bad movie, but it's fun. <laughs> anyway, I thought they could have implemented the Kingpin better as soon as they introduced him at the end of the fifth episode. And, you know, you see him, and then it's the musical needle drop of Mr. Grinch. Perfect. I was so excited. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. <laughs> is that a snarl or a pig well that okay that was supposed to be jim carrey's oh dick no (laughs) but uh anyway (laughs) i i figured that in the movies or even just in this tv show it could have been a good explanation that Maybe he got the super soldier serum. That's how he got shot, and he's, like, pulling car doors off of its handles. But he could also just had a bulletproof vest, and, you know, he's he's always been the sumo You know sumo who he reminded strength. me of? Hmm. Um, that really... The villain in the first Across the Spider-Verse, or... Spy, like, Isn't that funny? He reminds me of him. He's like... Do you know who that is in the first Spider-Verse? No! That's the Kingpin. Oh. They're, they're the same person. Oh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that would be why you're Oh, <laughs> you also have not seen the Netflix Daredevil show, which you will. We're doing this podcast now. I'm gonna make you. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, minor spoilers in that show, the Kingpin, which is the same actor. He, yeah, I, I cut myself a little. She's looking at my hand. It was an accident. Mm. anyway in that show he slams a guy's head in a car door and it is vicious and that show is really gory well in when he was fighting kate 
and she was trying to trying to stop him and it was it was like watching like a little squirrel try to attack a bear but <laughs> that's exactly what it was but he was actually being quite gentle with her even though mm-hmm. he was throwing her around he could have easily just fucking snap yeah. like when he got a hold of her but he didn't he, he chose to not her. kill her he chose to not he just wanted her to get off of him every time that he hit her he was just swatting her away which i did appreciate it gave it some kind of logic as to how she didn't die immediately but... yeah because he could have easily overtaken her physically and just uh, like did a bane and <laughs> snap you over my knee like break I her back the darkness. <laughs> oh god don't get me started with the bane. i was voice. stuck in a hole <laughs> I was gonna eat that. <laughs> that bane is great. <laughs> That's the best bane. That was funny. If you haven't seen that or get the reference, go watch Harley Quinn. Because I just spoiled Which is the great. reference. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kingpin gets shot in the head, and I really, really hated that. I mean, before then, there's some really cool arrow action with Clinton. Were you Kate. rooting for Kingpin? <laughs> I mean, I want to see Kingpin again, which we will, and he's going to have an eye patch, so I guess. Yeah, how how the he has to have some of that super soldier serum in his body to survive a point blank. That's what I was saying before. Gunshot to the head. <laughs> he might. It, it's a good explanation because I mean, he in the future he might even fight Spider Man, and Spider Man can lift a building and crush Kingpin with that building. So, Mr. Stark, I'm feeling so good. <laughs> Spider-Man is so ridiculously strong. He needs to be able to I know, to but he's your friendly kind of... neighborhood Spider-Man. He could pinch your head in between his thumb and index finger. I thought you were going to say thighs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, he could do that too, but... <laughs> Dial it back, Max. This is I a don't, PG-13. I don't to, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen how watermelons get crushed like that. I don't know if you want that. <laughs> anyway, what what would you give this show, Hawkeye? I mean, I was about to say the rating, but is there anything else to talk about with this show? Um, I mean, I guess the only thing I would put more mention to is uh, Clint's family. Yes. And the fact that his wife is so nonchalant and cool about him being far away and fighting and doing all that stuff that he was doing to help a total stranger that he didn't know Mm. and i think or the larping thing that was really cool all the larping but i mean the clint's family is kind of in the background and i wish they were more front and center even though they can't be well they well they were in a sense that they were driving clint's um you know yeah all of his reason to get it over they were about them but and constantly calling his wife to bring them back in updating and his wife was revealed to be a a shield agent and then i think one of the producers or writers said that she might be or confirmed that she is mockingbird which is a vigilante in the comics sorry that's mockingjay (laughs) (laughs) the vigilante might also be named mockingjay i don't know i could be wrong she was in Agents of Shield, the show, which Either we way, won't that watch. reference was had nothing to do with this. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> neither of our references, because it's not really important. But out of five brownie points, what would you give this show? I would give it four 
Um, just because, I mean, it wasn't, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. I like Hawkeye. I like Kate's character. I like the fact that Natasha's sister came back and cameoed for a little bit and was a part of the story. Um, but it wasn't something that was like as sensational as like Loki or something Mm -hmm. like that, but it was fun and I enjoyed it. I think we've also seen Miss Marvel, and I would put this above Miss Marvel and some of the other Disney Plus shows. Maybe not What If, definitely not Loki, but this is definitely a good one. I really like Hawkeye. Yeah, me too. Mm. And I now I have now I have a bow, so I can be Hawkeye. Yes, <laughs> you got a bow recently, so I gotta watch out because you're gonna probably shoot me. I don't even it. have arrows. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you'll find a way to Yet. contract one. <laughs> but yeah. With that, this has been a girlfriend's glimpse into Hawkeye.